Hello, and welcome to another jam-packed episode of My Favorite Conservative. I am Edward. And I'm Andrea, but I'm not conservative. You're not? No, but he is my favorite conservative. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So, Edward, what are we talking about today? Oh, Actually, goodness. before yes, you answer, please. got to apologize to our audience. Uh, we did not have a live episode last week, or right. we, we replayed sort of another episode, so apologies for that now back to today We're here. what are we talking about this martin luther king weekend well that's true it is holiday it weekend is. federal holiday weekend. a couple of things today yes um first i thought we would go over the ron DeSantis nikki haley debate on cnn the other night do we have to like please <laughs> like do we have to audience you got to let us know if you want us to cover this really all right we do only because why well, there's a, you know, a chance, I don't know how big or small, that Donald Trump will not be on the ballot. So it could help to have a backup plan, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> so, I yeah. thought you said this was going to be a public service. Well, this is what we do for our listeners and viewers is we take the heat. We waste two hours of our lives. That we'll never get back. We won't. We won't. And then all the prep for Joyce. it and everything. But you're welcome. Yes. So. All right. But okay. So <laughs> unlike the other GOP debates that we covered in depth, we're not going to go over every single question and answer. We're just going to get the highlights, give you our thoughts, because it, it was just, it was um, the only at this point, we were down to two. Well, not, not actually on the ballot, but present former UN ambassador and former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Chris Christie dropped out at the last minute. I know, what a shame. Sorry, Chris. And Vivek did not qualify to be on the stage. Uh, tell us who the moderators were. Uh, this was CNN, of course, and this was a non-RNC, Republican National Committee sanctioned event. So <laughs> they, uh, they kind of went rogue on this, but it was Jake Tapper and Dana Bash. And I will say, um, they didn't do a bad job. They had a couple of loaded questions. And of course, they kept trying to bring Trump into it. But all in all, there wasn't a lot of fighting going on right. back and forth. And, and we'll get to it. There there were one or two questions. We both looked at each other and went, yeah, do Republican voters actually care about right. this? Because again, this is, this is for the GOP nomination. It's not for the presidential nomination. So, um, all right, should we jump in? Let's do it. All go. right. They started with an, a, a, an easy one. Yeah. Why should voters vote for you other than, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and, the, the, this is like the first question at a job interview, right? Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> Which, yeah, I used to coach people on that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Ron DeSantis, mm -hmm. I feel like it was, wah, 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 wah. And, and also he just, he you got to stop saying that Nikki Haley's hero is Hillary Clinton. Let it go. It's not working for you. Yeah, you can mention it, but you don't have to go into to, to detail like he did. Yeah. yeah, I thought he went a little bit overboard on that. So yeah, yeah. and um, and then Nikki Haley said the donors are no longer with you. I mean, she did go on the attack, um, and you mentioned something about that would be a good drinking game, but that's going to oh, yeah. come up later. Okay. Oh yes. All right. All right. Yes. Um, I think the best part of this this part was you know good in education. North Carolina is fifty. And you know, this is according to DeSantis and Florida is number one. So we will, by the way, have a link to fact checkers after the debate. We're not fact, che fact checking, 
fact, Jesus, fact checking right now. <laughs> well, you will notice that Nikki Haley did not dispute that. So, she did not. So she did not. That ought to tell you something. And and when North Carolina is number 50, that means the lowest. We, we're not, we're, this isn't reverse order. Yes. So, yes. Yes. Oh, we said North Carolina. I apologize. Yeah, South sorry. Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. Yes, Carolina. Um, all right. So tell, tell us what the next question was. Of course, it wasn't about them. It was, does Donald Trump have the character to be president? I, I think it was a good question because it's the elephant in the room. He is clearly ahead. He's probably going to get the nomination. Um, and I love what you said about Nikki Haley's answer. <laughs> <laughs> she went off on her just litany of, of canned lines yes. that she has. And I, I turned to Andrea and I said, I said she has an internal Rolodex in yeah. her head, right? Yeah, it was now, like... Yeah, for you younger viewers out there, a Rolodex is like your contact list now on your phone, except it was an actual something that sat on your desk and had like index cards kind of in it, right? And you'd roll it, spin it around and... You mean like the one I have over here to the left? Correct, yes. yes. <laughs> the, the dinosaur here, yeah. <laughs> but she's just got... It's like you just pick out this you know, whatever saying this is and another one. And, and it was yeah. just so canned. It was. Ugh. So they, then they went into inflation slash economy. Kind of what would your policy be? And, and Nikki Haley's response, which this part I felt was true. She said both Republicans and Democrats put us in this situation in terms of the national debt. But then she said, we need an accountant in the White House. And DeSantis had the best comeback. Yes, on that. He sure. says, we don't need an accountant. We need a leader in the White House. And it was like, so. Yes, but I, I want to share with our listeners and viewers, you were so funny because Edward was at the edge of his seat going, energy, just say energy, 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 energy. And finally, DeSantis Right. I mean, well, energy. the question was, how would you handle inflation and the economy? What, what would be like the first thing you would do? Yeah. And yeah, I just started screaming, energy, energy. Yeah, energy. That's, <laughs> that's all you need to do to get this thing on the right track again. And finally, at the very end, DeSantis decides to touch on it. So good yeah. job, Ron. Yeah. And then this is when the fun really begins. So uh, Nikki Haley said she wants to eliminate the federal tax on gas. And then she started saying, <laughs> this is where the drinking game comes in, guys. Yeah. Um, go to DeSantisLies.com. Go to DeSantisLies.com. And I just want to say, first of all, one, that that website is paid for by her super PAC. So keep that in mind if you go to DeSantisLies.com. And two, you guys did a terrible job with search engine optimization with SEO for those that don't know what that means. Um, because I searched it and it didn't come up at all. I had to manually type it in. Now we will link it in the show notes in case you want to go to DeSantisLies.com. But I mean, seriously, if we had done a shot for every time uh, we'd be hammered oh yeah. beyond yeah. we would have passed yeah. out so yeah. what you're saying backing up there so if you just typed it into google desantislies.com it wasn't coming up, up. no okay. it wasn't okay. coming up it was so un that's un that's un out there yeah, that's bad that's okay. really bad um and also i what i did say what i thought was really cool was desantis said um, we need to eliminate sales tax on baby items. And I don't think I've heard anyone say he, that He before. already did that in Florida, yeah. Anything having to do with baby items, food, diapers, that sort of thing is not taxed in Florida. Yeah. All right. Uh, YouTube, Larry, we see you. Hold that thought. We're going to get to you. And we are going <laughs> to feature you, buddy. So thank you so much for joining us live. Um, there was a question about the flat tax. Uh, and what it, one thing we forgot to mention was both DeSantis and Haley did a town hall at CNN the week before right. on different nights. 
I think it was a private, I don't think it was aired, but I think it gave them a chance to practice. It really did, uh, their answers. So um, uh, I, I don't remember any, like anything, let's see. Uh, Nikki said something about, oh, they don't have a grocery tax in South Carolina and says that DeSantis raised the debt limit after promising not to. Well, that's when he was in the House oh. and, and voting, you know, for whatever spending bill that I'm sure Trump got passed. Yes. And yeah. So, yeah, he was one of 435 House members that voted for it. So. Yep. <laughs> and just um, and just like Edward was going energy, energy, energy. This was when I was like, oh, my God, DeSantis, stop doing the share upper lip thing. And okay, Edward, ex explain that to me. <laughs> OK, I can't really explain it. Um, if you're listening to the podcast. So this, we're, we're talking about share the entertainer. Yes, yeah, share okay. the entertainer. OK, yeah. One word. Um, C-H-E-R. So share the upper lip thing. And, and SNL used to make fun of this all the time. She kind of when she talks occasionally, she kind of goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just this okay. like little lick of the upper lip. Tick. Yeah, okay. it's like a little. Okay. And DeSantis was doing it, and I had not noticed that before. So, Ron, stop, stop. Yeah, a lot of public speakers, I call it lizard lizard lips. Yes, it's kind of a. It's, I think it's to keep your lips moist or whatever. Yes, but it wasn't lizard lips. It was just a lick of the upper lip. Oh. It's a share thing. Okay. Like I'm telling you. Um, does that have anything to do with the lifts in his boots? Ooh, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I don't lick. Just, I don't. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go in there. All right. So the next question was about, do you think illegal immigrants are criminals? Um, and, you know, let's feature Larry here because okay. this is all related to uh, the borders. So let's feature Larry. Larry's asking, does threatening mass deportation and shutting down the border cause mass migration? No, I would think it would deter it. <laughs> okay. If you're actually shutting down the border and getting rid of the people who are here illegally. I don't see how in the world that would cause mass migration. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Larry. Keep it coming. Uh, when when asked that question, Haley said she would pat she had passed E-Verify and that Ron didn't do it for five years. She would defund the sanctuary cities, you know, the remain in Mexico policy, catch and deport. Oddly, all of those things sound very Trump. <laughs> Yeah, I I called bullcrap on this answer from her. You know, Nikki Haley is the establishment candidate. There's no question. Republican establishment candidate. And like a Jeb Bush. Yeah. Okay. And for her to say how hard she'll come down on the border. No, because the Uniparty, the establishment Republicans, the Democrats, they want the people here. They want the workers. They want the low wages. I don't believe for a second Nikki Haley would do what she said she was going to do. Do you believe DeSantis when he said that um, he would give zero amnesty? Do you really think he would do that? Yeah, I, I think this has to have a massive, massive effort to get all these people their court dates and get them the hell out because okay. most of them don't qualify for refugee status. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. So then they went on to foreign policy and Ukraine. <laughs> and um, I, I think they were they were a little bit different here. So Haley says that you don't give cash to any country. You don't put troops on the ground. But um, she also said, you know, if Russia wins, China wins. Um, and you want to share what DeSantis said about Haley? Well, <laughs> my point first before that was when Nikki Haley, she 
intentionally said, I don't want to give cash to any country. We're just going to give them equipment. And it's like, well, you know, equipment costs money, right? Well, no. I think she meant I'm not going to give suitcases of well, actual I cash understand. the way Obama did. But, well, and, and we're paying for their pensions over there and their education and everything else. And I don't believe for a minute that she wouldn't continue to do that under the same justification that Biden's doing it. So, But she justified her answer by saying that supporting Ukraine and Israel is only 5% of our defense budget. Mm -hmm. And then DeSantis... <laughs> DeSantis had his best line of the night, and it, and it was one of the few times that he delivered a rehearsed line like it was spontaneous, which is yeah. always the goal. Yeah. Uh, you want to share? Yeah, he said, you can take the ambassador out of the UN, but you can't take the UN out of the ambassador. Yeah. And which is absolutely true. And yeah. and and with her point of, gee, this what we're spending in Ukraine and Israel is only 5% of our defense budget. 5% is a hell of a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'd rather uh, spend less than 1%, maybe a 0.5%. How's that? Right. And I and I still go back to we have to take care of our own. We yeah. have to take care of our veterans. We have to take care of the homelessness problem. We have to take care of people who are here in the U.S., American citizens, before we save the world. And I've always felt that way. All right. Um. So they... they as far as Israel defending Hamas, I felt like this was where they were both in agreement for the most part. Yeah, I think this is where I had got the toothpicks out and had to put them up under my eyelids to keep my eyes open. Yes, you I, were I following this. I was I was yes. nodding and yes. I was elbowing him because I'm like, come on, you made me watch this. Wake the fuck up. Yes. But but, but they both agree Iran is evil. And yeah. And Nikki Haley goes after DeSantis saying that he brought the most anti-Israeli Republican. Oh, that's right. She did. Into Iowa. And she wouldn't say his name, but she's referring to Thomas Massey. Now, Thomas Massey is a Republican House member from uh, Kentucky who is absolutely brilliant. The guy has numerous degrees from MIT. He's got patents all over the place for different things. To me, just as a side note, I was actually thinking the other day of our founding fathers, and I thought, who today would represent what our founding fathers really were? And I thought, all right, in the Senate, it would probably be Mike Lee, senator from Utah. Okay. And in the House, it would be Thomas Massey, true hmm. constitutional conservatives. And for her to attack Thomas Massey like that was shameful, really is, only because he doesn't believe in giving money all around the world. Well, she attacked without saying his name, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So she was, it was very half-assed, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, either, you know, go all in or yeah. don't. Um, the next one, I, I, I'm just going to skip it, if that's all right, but the role <laughs> of government and Trump. And yeah, I, I mean, I, well, I take that back. DeSantis had a good line about Haley will cave to the woke mob. And then she just started chirping like a bird. I'm starting to understand why Trump calls her bird brain. Yeah. She just kept chirping. Com, so seriously, if yeah. that had been a drinking game, we, we wouldn't have made it through the debate. Um, let's talk about the next one. This was interesting. South Carolina was ranked in the bottom 10 of education when she left office. Mm -hmm. And again, we have not checked any of this. We will put a link to it, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't know a ton about South Carolina education. Yeah. But when she said the reason that they were ranked so low is because she finally decided to start holding kids back that weren't passing. Now, that, that's not a 
bad if, idea. I don't, if, I don't. If it, if it's true, if that's the reason that, yeah, don't, don't pass kids just to pass them through the system. Yeah. And as a former teacher, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this one's for you. This is for you, Edward. Sure. Uh, YouTube Larry, love you, dude. All right. So he says, you want politicians that are like people from 200 years ago. Yeah. Um, Explain. I want people that, that understand the constitution and realize it's not a living, breathing document that it was made for a reason by the founding fathers. And, you know, we're not going to get into slavery and all that. Wait, stuff. Why do you say it's not a living, breathing document? It's not because that's the trope of the left that it's living. The, the way they use the term living, breathing document means we can interpret it any way that we want. And that is not. But I do think, oh, we got a big <laughs> disagreement here. I do think it was meant to be a living, breathing document. No. I, I do think the founders didn't, didn't they couldn't predict what was going to happen 50, 100, 200 years from now. Right. And because they were so smart, what did they do? They put in amendments that you could amend the Constitution. Yes, that's right. But they didn't make it easy. They made it very difficult no. because they knew you can't go on the whim of what the public is feeling at that moment. Yes, but that still makes it a living, breathing document. It, it's not the way, the way the, I think about okay, it. Okay, the way the actual left thinks about it is, you know, you can just kind of disregard what you don't like in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to share this and continue on. Uh, Larry, um, we are well aware when our country was founded, the fastest form of communication was horseback. Um, duh. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure what your point was, um, but I, I will feature one more comment because, Larry, we just love that you keep coming back. We really do. <laughs> and we want to show our appreciation. Um, and so anyone else watching live, you know, we'll feature your comments as well. Can you at least agree that society is different now than it was 200 years ago? Of course. A yes. Ab <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Although I do think some of our founding fathers would be rolling over in their graves if they saw how things had turned out. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean with technology or anything. I mean, with our government, I don't, I don't think. They... Well, there were certain powers that were granted to the federal government and there weren't very many of them. I think like 14 of them. Right. And everything else is up to the States. And if they would see what the federal government is involved in right now, Oh my gosh. Yeah. They, I think, they, yeah, it would, it would kill them. So. Yes. All right. Um, so the next thing was about Florida school policies. They did spend quite a bit of time on education. Um, and uh, and DeSantis talked about how he banned the teachers union, which I didn't even know you could do. I, again, we did not um, check any of this to make sure it's true um, that he said Florida had the top performing elementary school readers in the country. He also did mention that Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds supports him and supports yeah. school of choice. Yeah, he also said he doesn't want a curriculum that's nationwide. I agree with amen that. Amen to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, things are completely different from Montana versus New York City. Yeah. So everybody that thinks they, they tried that with the Bush administration with the. Um, Can I chime in? Yeah. Yeah. No, no child left behind. Yeah. And it doesn't work. No. And it doesn't work because I was a teacher then. And what ends up happening is you're teaching to a test that kids have to pass a federally mandated mm -hmm. test and it sucked. It really, really sucked. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Haley said, you know, she, she did fight for school choice. <laughs> it didn't happen. Um, although she did sound very pro teacher union. Um, another thing she couldn't let go of was how much he had spent on his campaign. Yeah. 
And this was, I think, DeSantis's weakest moment. And this was all in the context of education, but but it kind of went off the rails. And she was hammering him. And, and I have to say, he he looked defeated. And then it was like he got this like jolt of electricity yeah. and he came back yeah. to, oh, wait, we're supposed to be talking about school choice. Yeah. And then he he had a great line. Everything I promised, I delivered. Yeah. And that's how he went after Trump, too, when they asked him to make the differences between he and Trump that. And, and I give DeSantis credit. You know, I am a, a supporter of DeSantis. I think he would be a, the best leader and the best future leader for our country. But he did deliver in Florida and he promised a lot of things and he delivered it. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, YouTube, Larry, quickly. I don't think you know the first thing about our founding fathers. Okay. okay thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know they were. I mean, white. I don't know them personally. Hang on. They were white slave owners who, yeah, whatever. I didn't know them personally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, they, so they went back to China, American farmers, supply chain. And my main comment to that was just see the previous debates. There was no, there was nothing new here that they talked about. So yeah. can we move on? Yeah, that was yeah. pretty boring. All right. So they did talk about um, whether or not Trump deserved immunity. And, um, and you want to talk about what Haley said? Well, she talked about how Trump always keeps saying the election was stolen. And she said she passed voter ID in South Carolina. I was not aware of that. I Good for I'm, I'm hoping that is true. Yeah. Yes. That the ballot should be counted on election day. I'm for that. Amen to that. Yeah. We don't need election season. Yes. Correct. I agree. <laughs> so. um, and then they went into healthcare. And, you know, would and this was a very interesting, a very nuanced question, I thought, mm -hmm. was would you allow states to keep their Medicaid expansion? And and Haley did not expand Medicaid under Obamacare. Um, it was interesting because, of course, it's a yes or no question and she didn't answer it. Um, but she did say, and I actually agree with her, it, she would open it all up. Health insurance across state lines. I'm all for that. Past tort reform. I'm all for that. Um, th that's what the UK has. They have incredible tort reform that we don't have. Put the competition back in healthcare. So for, for me personally, it was like one of the few times I liked her. Yeah, it's it's she's kind of adopted the uh, Ted Cruz model for this. That okay. State lines and tort reform and things like that. So, yeah. And you want to talk about DeSantis? Um, he put, I think, the biggest emphasis on mental health. Yes. And, yeah. you know, that's a very hot issue right now. Um, and, you know, he, he dealt with the PBM. So that's the pharmacy, benefit pharmacy benefits managers. managers in Florida. Because Good those, for yeah, yeah. these are the middlemen that take a drug and mark it up 10,000% and then sell it. <laughs> Yes. I still don't understand the reasoning. And as someone people, who works so. in the healthcare sector, yeah. nobody likes PBMs. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. He talked about making sure we end this medical regime that made everybody get COVID shots and, and, and all that. I'm uh, all for that. And he went, I think he went kind of for the block grants uh, and yeah. let, let the states decide how they want to use the money, which I yeah. completely agree with. Yeah. And so I, I actually don't think they were, um, they gave, different answers but to me it, it ultimately sounded like they were on the same page yeah yeah pretty close um crime they went to crime hmm. and Haley said she would defund sanctuary cities which was something DeSantis I believe it said earlier in the evening and bring law and order back um and that she passed the first body camera bill in the country yeah. which I did not know I did not know that either yeah, yeah so good for her um yeah. let's talk about what DeSantis did during BLM well they you know that was one thing where he brought up that 
all the riots going on in 2020, you didn't see any of them in Florida. And why is that? He, he put out the National Guard. Yep. And when you do that, you know, you're going to get a lot of deference from these radicals that, you know, try to only have their faces covered and never want to actually show who they are, but still want to cause the mayhem. Yeah. And, and Nikki said they didn't have riots, although there were two shootings <laughs> in South Carolina. Yeah. And I think during her tenure as governor, um, but she also had the Confederate flag taken down at the state house um, while she was governor. Um, and then the last question <laughs> of the night, which <laughs> was the best. It was funny. And you're going to be DeSantis mm-hmm. and I'm going to be Haley because this was awesome. So the moderators asked, and, and this was they did this with Trump and Hillary, you know, in 2016. What do you admire about the other person? Yeah, and they went to DeSantis first. And why don't you give the Yeah, answer? he said, well, I like South Carolina. It's a great state. And he spoke about Nikki Haley and her time at the United Nations that she carried out Donald Trump's uh, agenda and, and did it well. Yes. And Nikki. <laughs> and they said. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley Governor said Haley? he's been a good governor. Just like That's that. That's it. And Flat. Yeah. It wasn't. It, there was no smell. <laughs> He's been a good governor. That was it. Which, yeah. but I thought it was kind of a ringing endorsement. Well, after you've sit, sat here for the last two hours criticizing him, yes, and you know, as governor, and then he's been a good governor. Yes, and, and it, like it just pained her to say it. So. it. It did. It reminded me so yeah. much of of when this question was posed to um, Trump, Trump and uh, Clinton, Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton. I believe this was that town hall on the round was when they posed yeah. this question and, and Trump was, was very genuine. Um, and I, I can't remember his exact answer, but it was just about Hillary's tenacity mm-hmm. and, and her, her willingness to, to, you know, her drive. And I, and it seemed very genuine and she paused like she, <laughs> like she, it was always, it was at least Nikki Haley had something yeah. to say. She paused and she finally said that Trump had very nice children. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if she still buys that because, you know, they've tried to put all the Trump children in jail. It that's seems. Yeah. right. Right. OK, so that's our recap. And um, yeah. I have already told Edward, I'm not watching the next one. I'm not doing it unless you guys write us and message us <laughs> and post on all the socials and tell us that we have to recap another one of these debates. I am not going to do it. Well, you know, tomorrow uh, is the. Um, We'll get into that. Yeah. You, you okay. want to do the takeaway first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. That's fine. All right. That's your question. What was your takeaway? <laughs> Let me tee up here. What, what was Thank your takeaway, you. Andrea? My takeaway was it was a waste of two hours. Okay. I didn't learn anything new other than DeSantisLies.com. Mm-hmm. And my feelings about the two of them have not changed really at all. If I had to choose between DeSantis and Haley... Um, and I'm not saying I would, but if I had to, I would still choose DeSantis. And mm-hmm. oh, and he, oh, and got to stop doing the lip share thing. So yeah, there's my takeaway. <laughs> yeah, all the polls afterward had DeSantis winning the debate, but I echo you that I don't think it moved the needle uh, for anybody. And yeah, uh, yeah, okay. So, and 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 you know, we we actually talked earlier in the week about the Democrats yes. and their ticket or their their primaries because there is actually somebody that's running 
uh, against Joe Biden. I know, and you would know it. Shockingly, yeah. And, and we're not talking about RFK Jr., who's going the independent route. Correct. Yeah, this is a guy named Dean Phillips. Yes, and, and you're like, who? And and I had <laughs> you actually listen to her his interview on Megyn Kelly. Yes. And, and you seem to uh, like him. I Would you did. expand on that? Um, well, uh, why don't you tell us for... First, who he is, and I'll expand a while. Okay. Yeah, he's a three-term House member uh, from Minnesota, just out, outside of the sub. He's in the suburbs of the Twin Cities, actually, okay. is his district. He is 54 years old. He is a moderate Democrat. Uh, and kind of an interesting thing about him is his grandmother was Dear Abby. You know what's crazy <laughs> is... I know Dear Abby's daughter who became the new Dear Abby. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. So I know his mother. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he has a great life story. Um, I don't know if you want me to talk about it. You talk about it. No, just talk about it. I'll talk about it. Yeah. You know, his his father was actually killed in Vietnam when he was six months old. Uh, His mother remarried into a very well-to-do family Mm -hmm. in in the uh, Minneapolis area. And when he, he went to Brown University bastion of conservatorship there. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, continue. But uh, uh, he ended up taking over his family's distillery business, which is alcohol and whatnot, right. right? Yeah. And uh, I think his net worth is just north of $100 million. So, And, you know, we'll put a link to in the show notes to that Megyn Kelly interview mm-hmm. and, and the, and the timestamp because it was about halfway through. But, um, what, but what do you like about him? I liked him because I finally felt like there was a Democrat that I could relate to again. I finally felt like this guy is reasonable. He's normal. He is left of center. Um, he, you know, for example, he's pro-choice, but doesn't think he should be able to have an abortion up until, you know, the day before the baby's born, unless the it's the um, the life of the mother at stake. I mean, I just, I, I didn't write out specific points for today's show, but like just listening to him talk, I just was, and he it just, he seemed very ethical to me, um, but but just he also seemed America first. Yeah, like Stip. Um, what he he talked about? Nope. He talked about having a, a cabinet uh, like Lincoln, which was the uh, having adversaries in your cabinet, and it all sounds great uh, in today's world. I don't think that works. I think he's a bit of a dreamer. And that's fine. And I just love he's willing to take on the Democratic establishment. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Because it, you remember that yeah. interview, they did talk about, look what happened to Tulsi Gabbard. And yeah. you know how much yeah. I love Tulsi. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be on the same track as Tulsi, unfortunately. Yes, he yeah. will. Yeah. But uh, no, he, he seemed like a genuine person. He's got a lot of money, really doesn't need to be doing what he's doing, but he yeah. thinks he's, his public services is, is needed. So good for him. So Dean, if you want to come on this show, we were planning to have guests in the future. You let us know. We would love to have you stream you live. We'll do it, man. You, you were so fascinating. So, um, all right. So we do have the Iowa caucus yes. tomorrow, tomorrow on a holiday. today, depending on when you're watching this. That's right. Yeah. Or well, watching or listening, or, listening. Yeah. And so we decided to do some predictions. All right. All right. And we we have a slight difference. Okay. All right. Uh, Shall I go first? Please do. All right. No surprise. I believe Trump will be number one. I don't think that Nikki Haley put a lot of boots on the ground in Iowa, despite what the polls say. So um, I think she's going to be 
Number four. Number four. Number four. Ooh. Yes. Okay. So, and maybe this is, <laughs> this might be a little more, less prediction and more wishful thinking on my, right. thinking on my part. So here's what I predict. Number one, Trump. Number two, Vivek. Number three, DeSantis. <laughs> number four, Haley. So Trump, uh, Ramaswamy, I should use their last names, right? Uh, DeSantis and uh, Haley. And the reason I say that is because I've been paying close attention to Vivek on Rumble. Mm -hmm. And he seems to be doing a good job of getting the very young voter out there and connecting with them. And it is a caucus, which is a little bit different than a, than a typical primary. And so I think he might, I think he might do it. Well, you've also got really bad weather. Yes. I mean, incredibly cold temperatures. Yes. And, and is someone over the age of 50 going to go out in those temperatures? <laughs> you know, that's one of those things that Iowans are kind of used to it. That's true. I, to me, I think it's going to work the opposite way. You're going to get some of these younger voters. It's like, eh, nah, dude, I'll, I'll sleep in whatever, man. So I don't know. Um, my so predictions, your predictions, uh, Donald John Trump yep. will, will win. Of course. I don't think as handily as he thinks he's going to. And Clap, I think applause, applause. we're going to see a very, very close Haley DeSantis for second place. Um, gotta, they could be within a point of each other. Who's going to be so, second? Uh, I think DeSantis will come in second. I, he's visited all 99 counties. Um, you know, he's had a, a he, he's put everything into Iowa. Which is good so, and bad. Yeah. It, it's one of those things. If he doesn't do really well, he needs to get out. Uh, if he does, he needs to solidify. Okay. You just said really well. What if he only comes in second by one point over Haley? Does he stay in? Depends what the number is. Okay. Because if, you know, Trump doesn't have a huge lead on him and maybe it's only 10 or 12 points. Yeah. Then you stay in. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, but now, he, yeah, but he doesn't have a, any, hardly any ground game in New Hampshire, which right. is coming up. So yeah. Yes. Which we'll talk about. Correct. In, in next, our next show. All right. Mm -hmm. So for my favorite segment this week in whoa, well, let's do it from uh, our friends at business insider. This is a good one here. <laughs> Andrew, you got a good chuckle out of this. Here. I did. Headline, some Gen Z job seekers are beginning to bring mom and dad to interviews, and it's turning off employers, new survey finds. <laughs> Hard to believe bringing your mom or dad would, 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 would say, you know, son or young lady, perhaps you're not ready to be if, out if in the world. If my child <laughs> asks me to join them for an interview... I, I would say clearly you are not ready to have a job. I mean, my I went to my first job, official job interview by myself. I couldn't drive. I didn't have a license yet. My mother dropped my butt off and I did it myself. And you know, whether they're talking about mom out in the waiting room or something, you Still. know, and, and you don't get the job and you're going to say, well, I'm going to tell my mom and, and she's going to come set you straight. And yes. Well, I, 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 I got to read this next part so that, because this is so sad. And I do think this is a direct result of technology, specifically social media. More than half of employers said that young recruits struggle to make eye contact during the interview. And this is fascinating to me as a former career coach. This is something I used to work on. And typically the clients I had that struggle to make eye contact it was just because they were shy, um, things like that. Um, but this doesn't sound like this is across the board. Um, and then 50% said they asked for unreasonable compensation. <laughs> so this this entitlement culture of Gen oh, Z. Yeah. Yes. 
And almost half the employers said a young job candidate showed up in inappropriate attire. Now, here's my caveat. Mm -hmm. You're a parent. Let's say you're going, your kids are grown, but let's say you were going with them to a job interview. Would you let them walk out the door in inappropriate attire? I, I would not. Yeah. I would not. But, but let's recap. Okay. So we've got these employers saying that they're bringing a parent with them. <laughs> they won't make eye contact. They want way more money than the job actually pays. Yep. And they don't wear appropriate clothing. Oh, yes. And what's interesting farther on in the story that I don't have, have here with yeah. us is a lot of employers now are looking for a little bit older employees, Good. people that have been in the workforce a little bit. And of yeah, course. it's these kids are sabotaging their futures, unfortunately. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, this is social media, right? Where nobody really talks face to face anymore. Yeah. And it's an art. It really is. It's it not is. a science. It's an art. You oh, have yeah, to learn how to talk to people. I, I, I worked really hard with my clients. Yeah. And, and one of the most difficult things for my clients was, was, nailing that job interview yeah. um yeah <laughs> you, made me think, you made me think of something else so yeah. when i was a career coach i sometimes had parents contact me yeah and wanted to enroll their adult children in my course now and, and this was not this was not cheap right and this was a significant investment and i always did the same thing every time to the parents I'm fine if you want to pay for this for your adult children. Mm -hmm. I'm, and we're talking about kids in their 20s. And these these weren't even Gen Z. This would have been um, really young millennials. I said, I'm fine if you want to pay for it. That's great. And I said, but I'll be working directly with your adult child. So that child needs to pick up the phone and make an appointment with me first <laughs> so I can assess whether or not they're a good candidate for my program. Because I was very picky because it was a significant investment. It was a lot of time, a lot of work. And also I did something totally unheard of at the time. I offered a money back guarantee. Um, and I was able to do that because I was really picky about my clients. Not one adult child ever called me, ever. And I had like one parent in particular, one dad, he, he, he was practically begging me to take on his kid. And I said, no, she has to pick up the phone and call me because that tells me she wants to move forward. You can't do this for her. You can pay for it, but you can't do the work for her. Yeah. Yeah. So depressing. Somebody has to actually want to do this. Yeah. And if, if your mom or dad is the impetus behind it, good luck with your life. Yeah. Anything else, Edward, before we wrap it up? Oh, goodness. No, that was too much. <laughs> too much DeSantis, Haley. And, See, I'm not yeah. doing it again. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Also, uh, J thank you for joining us live, Larry. And please follow us on all the social media platforms. You can join us live on most Sundays at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, however, next week we will have a pre-recorded episode for you because I will be out of town in San Francisco. Um, I'm you sorry can, to hear that. I know. I know. I'm, I'm saying this, I'm staying this safer part for sure. Um, we stop it. We stream live on YouTube, as Larry knows, Rumble, LinkedIn, X, and Facebook. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast available wherever you're listening right now. The podcast always drops the next day on Monday. So if you're listening to the podcast, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And soon you will be able to support our show by joining our locals community. I'm still figuring it out. Um, but all else fails, just go to myfavoriteconservative.show. That's 
myfavoriteconservative.show. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Bye, Larry. <laughs> <laughs>